This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is... Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. Right. Happy third anniversary, guys. Yeah, three years. Woo! Three long, arduous <laughs> years. Ugh, how did we do it? How did we do it? It's funny because it doesn't feel like no. Me. They threw when they you, really flew when you by. break it into like just a week. It's just like to me, it's like a week, week to week to week. You just kind of forget, yeah, completely yeah. that we've just been doing them this up. for a long time. But yeah. now it's insane, and there are people who have uh, heard every single episode. Yeah, which is crazy. And we someone actually uh, wrote in. We asked uh, listeners, you know, if that is you, send us. And someone actually sent us a message. That's so nice. It, it is. is. Nice. I love that. What's it um, saying? He's like, hey. let's see. Hey, hey. Um, is he the Fonz? Uh, hey. That was like, uh, you guys. Uh, uh-huh. There were some. Uh, Willie says, for Willie from South Africa says, uh, just thought I'd drop you a line since you asked so nicely on the la- latest episode. I was told of your podcast in the last quarter of 2019 and binge listened until I was caught up around March of this year. So I listened to all of them from the bad tech days till now. Great job on reaching the three-year mark. Here's to another year of broadening minds and exploring alternate views. Catch you on the next episode. I love how he just gives us one more year. He gives us one more year. No, he said another year. (laughs) He's like, here's to the final final year. year. Well, do you know something we don't? Win? Here's the three more year, <laughs> like great. what everybody's. <laughs> like I give you one guys more one more. That's, about all that's not what he said. Don't twist. That's it. That's how I took it. Which maybe that says everything it needs to say. Uh, but that was nice, and uh, yeah, there yeah. were some bad tech days. There, yeah. I feel like we moved through that. I think it's a constantly evolving. It is. That's tech true. thing. Yeah. I think yeah. especially if you listen. I mean, it's stark if you've listened to any of the new episodes and then you can go back and listen. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, because then, you, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like if you just start the beginning, it is bad, but like it just slowly kind of morphs yeah, into yeah. what it is now. It's funny how your standards change too. Like yes. uh, right before this episode, we were talking about something that probably no one even notices, but it's been annoying me a lot lately. And then Maya had said something about it and it's all like, yes. And so we were like, oh, maybe we need to fix these things. But it's so funny because it's like, you know, in the beginning, it's like, that sounds fine. Yeah, that sounds totally whatever. No and I listen idea. to it now. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I we, just choose not to listen to any of them, and I don't have those problems. Yeah. So. We we have one listener. Um, <laughs> to me, every episode's great, because <laughs> it's just like, it was perfect. Good job, guys. I mean, technically, you listen to it as it's happening. That's right. That's right. That's true. That's right. That's true. Yeah. We have one listener who's uh, uh, contacted us a f- more than more than a couple times about, like, um, Hey guys, uh, this this audio thing's not great. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I really appreciate I love it him. He's stark and honest. He's yeah. very and, and um, you like probably straight know who forward. you are. Yeah, he's usually like that. <laughs> I, sucks. I kind of I appreciate him for that very reason. No, it's good because like, he gives a shit enough to like contact us right. and be like, hey, this thing is not great. Uh, work on it. <laughs> he's keeping us honest. <laughs> That's right. I love that. Right. And at least it's not about the content. Well, yeah. At least it's not a guy. We, it's funny because we haven't had any real people like message us directly and be like, hey, you guys suck. Yeah. We've had reviews for sure that oh, yeah. are less than satisfactory. Right. Um, <laughs> less than satisfactory. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> but but everything that we've gotten directly, people I'm just are thinking very... about the review and how they described Chris, and it's making me laugh. <laughs> 
I'm sure anyone who wants can go and find the review <laughs> and laugh it's out, it's out there. and laugh along with us. It's it's out yeah. there. Okay, uh, but it's important to listen to your your cri- yeah, your criticisms yeah. and your uh, sure. you know followers too. Yeah, so we appreciate all of it. We've yeah, and appreciate everyone who's especially those people who and there have been uh, many who have stuck around for. A really long time. A really long time. Since we started the Patreon, at least. Yeah. Um, And really made it. There are definitely some people that I feel like uh, I would say I'm friends with that person. You know, it's funny because it's like, well, we're not really friends, but it's like we've had lots of interactions. Like, yeah, that person. So I see uh, people on Facebook all the time who uh, I only know through the podcast, through the you know, yeah, and and I feel that way where I'm like, ah, I can be happy to say that I am a friend with that, and like actual friend with that person. And I know them, even though I don't really know all that much. There's a couple it, people so. that I'm like, oh look, they posted a picture with their girlfriend. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's yeah. very, it's very nice. I know we even have um, Jared Wilson. Like, we got to know him through. Oh yeah, through our this podcast. podcast. Yeah. yeah, and then we yeah. met him in person, and yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, I feel like that's like a, a personal and professional relationship that we've all gotten to yeah. explore. And hopefully, we'll be able to do that again someday in the future. Yeah. See people, meet meet, meet people outside of YouTube. Meet people, right, right, right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a few people that I'd like to meet in person. It'd be really meet, nice, train like with, yeah, like, either train or just set up a you know, even if it's just a, a weekend meeting. Then like we're all gonna get together somewhere. In Vegas, 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 yeah. baby. Throw the dice. <laughs> That's what I do in Vegas. I mean, if we did it soon, it would be rolling the dice. <laughs> True. Yeah, a little, a little more than rolling. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And the odds would be fair for Vegas, though, actually. Yeah. They would be exactly would like be, I would expect yeah, the odds perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Acceptable odds for Vegas. Maybe right. a little bit better than right. that. <laughs> so, um, we do have a topic this week, though. We are going to talk about Aikido and not just about the podcast. What? We're not going to be completely meta for the, meta entire, podcast. for the entire podcast. I do love that. If I wasn't the one editing uh, this podcast, I would suggest that, oh, we just let's just do a remembery episode. <laughs> remembery? Remembery. Remember-y. That's what I call them. And just pull in clips <laughs> yeah. from other episodes. Yeah. Do you know how All much? of the best. Oh, I know exactly how much. That's why I said, if I wasn't the one editing it. <laughs> All of the best moments. Best clips. The, the clips. Just clips. There are some classic moments, I there. will say. What are those, Josh? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> there's probably the one where uh, we're at wherever, Denny's or something, and we're chewing a lot. Oh, my God. And that That's waiter probably... kept asking us questions. That was That's a pretty probably annoying a good one. Yeah. Like, we're, we're recording. Like, I, I always think about the one that we did um, at Magic Mountain, oh, where yeah, there's, like, the straight Mountain. up, like, roller coasters yeah. in the background. Yeah. And there's, there's like, someone back there, like, Tyrell! <laughs> Just Tyrell! Yelling. <laughs> That was great. That was a wonderful podcast. That was, a, I mean, but the thing was, it was a lot of fun. It was, was for fun, us. Yeah. I can't believe we took podcast so. equipment like into a yeah, and they uh, were they were uh, cool theme with park. It. They were fine. Yeah. Like yeah, I went to Magic Mountain. Did it was great. Yeah, yeah. I wish we'd do it again. Disney, I those were Disney fun wouldn't. Disney we wouldn't control let us, the sound better now. Let us. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's uh, true. Disney wouldn't let us mess around with that kind of stuff. No, I don't no. we'd have to pay them. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now that you've said their name, now we have to pay yeah. royalties. <laughs> yeah. Disney's the only place. If you <laughs> advertise for them, you pay. Demonetize. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, um, this episode, I uh, have been feeling this thing recently, and I think really interesting. And I, I, I wonder, and I sort of believe that it is. Um, more prominent in Aikido than other martial arts, although I could be incorrect. Um, and it has to do with uh, the way that we train and, and sort of the, 
Yeah, the way that we train. Um, and, and confusing what's happening. So... Um, in, that was the most Vegas. No. <laughs> in, simple, in, in simple terms, I think it's like, uh, you know, the idea of live training versus spontaneous form training. And, and I'm using that to, to describe a lot of things that we do in Aikido that aren't like the traditional, like, Shomenuchi, Ikkyo, Omotewaza, like right? Form, right. Um, but things that are more, um, that aren't a, a straight form, so they're a little more open-ended, but they are still very, very much within that that form uh, umbrella, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I would even say, to a lot of extent, what most people uh, do as Rondori, like, would fall for me, in that category of spontaneous form training. Right, right, right. Um, and we had, we've been doing some uh, Joe work in the park, and we've been doing um, some partner practices, um, and doing them in a really, like, uh, I would, hard, I don't know what to say, but hard, li- yeah, lively yeah. way, like, so fast, um, explosive, really. And, Keeping you on your toes. And the, yeah. and the way that that makes makes you feel inside um can come off as being as similar to what you would feel what you might think you would feel in live training right if that makes sense um, like like you're feeling the pressure and yes. so you mistake the pressure of this fast for, right, form right. for and, like oh it's live and so and pressure so what, testing right 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 and so what ends up happening is i think you get a an inaccurate sense of, of of what you're actually capable of. This is what I was feeling as I was doing it. And we're doing huh. this form, and we're doing it really fast, way faster than we could ever in live training, truthfully. Um, and it feels great, and I feel awesome, and I'm blocking, and I'm, and I'm everywhere I need to be, and I'm on it, and I'm really in the, the moment. And that's awesome, but different than live training. Yep. And so I think there's, and I think what the, there's a really big um, confusion here for people, mm-hmm. and that's why people think that like they train Aikido and then they can go and use it whenever they need it. Right. Right. Because right. they're confusing their spontaneous form training right. at whatever level they're doing it with actual live training. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's really problem. And 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 I know this because that's what I felt. And I had to step back and go, how does this? How does what I'm doing uh, in class? How does that feel different from what I'm doing? And when I'm doing actual life training, because they feel different. And and what things am I getting? Um, and and realizing that like ah yes I there is something cool that's happening here in class when I'm doing these spontaneous kind of form things. <laughs> But it's not live training, and it's not giving me that the skill sets that live training does. Yeah, let's um let's lay out so, for the listeners um, what kinds of groupings Aikido has, um, and then kind of talk about what those are, and and kind of get at what Josh is talking about. And I think it's important. And I think uh, most schools aren't really clear with this, and some schools might use different words than these, but these are the ones we use, and and these are pretty existent in all forms of Aikido, uh, whether they call it this or not. But so at the beginning, you have like when you're talking about interactions with someone else, um, you have Kihon Waza and Kihon means basic, Waza means techniques, forms, group. 
Then you have kino nagare waza, and kino nagare means flowing. Uh, and now that really is exactly the same as kihon waza, except it's done in motion. In so some sort of motion. It's yeah. got live, you know, it, we don't pause ever. We're just, we're moving, going quickly uh, and fluidly. Fluidly is the important part. Okay, then after that, um, there's a myriad of things, right? So I think these are mostly going to detract from this conversation. But we could talk about kanren waza. We could talk about kaishi waza. But let's just get to the next big step, which is jiwaza. Uh, and jiu means uh, spontaneous. And waza means forms. So that name should let you know that that is a form still. There's some kind of form going on, but it's spontaneous. We don't know which form we're going to do per se, but we do know we're doing forms. And then after that, you have randori. And randori just means Chaos grabbing, chaotic yeah. grabbing, right? Chaotic grabbing. And so, I would rather it be called that, quite frankly, yeah. because then at least you know what's going on. It's hot. On. It's a great. I love that. It's yeah. great. Chaotic you know? grabbing. And it's and uh, um, it's exactly what it is. Like people are just going at each other, trying to get each other, but um, there's no form to it. It is chaotic, right? And that and that's nature. And rondori is what we would call live training now, like in modern yeah. modern language. Yeah. yeah. I've heard that. Uh, but, uh, to be clear, I think that a lot of people confuse uh, they the uh, intensity at which they perform jiawaza is uh, how they determine or how they would say whether they're doing rondo. Does that make sense? That's yeah, the differentiator right, they're yeah. making. So they're not. It's not about if they do fast hard jiawaza. They if, would call that rondo. They would right. That and and, and I think different. and I think that's where my th- that's the exact problem that I'm that I'm seeing or that I'm feeling, um, and and trying to point out with this. Yeah, right. I think there's this mush of like so. There's some schools that don't use the word rondori at all, and they use jiwaza to describe rondori, or there's vice versa where they they use the word rondori to describe what we would call jiwaza, and we sometimes people just use the word rondori to mean like you said like difficult like hard mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and so anything that is like challenging would fall under you know fast or hard mm-hmm. or you know the person's um pushing back at you a little bit right. like right. that could be considered yeah. rondori under people certain people and, mm-hmm. and i think you're right the the confusion of something just being difficult and right. and challenging right. as, as being live right you know and, and people should understand that you know there's a word for that shugyo means like um um in, enduring like going through something tough you know and so there's definitely shukyo training but shukyo you could do that with kionwaza you know if you did whatever 500 uh, shomenuchi ikkyos in a day <laughs> right. that would be hard as fuck uh, right right but right. It, it would only teach you as much as the form teaches you it wouldn't go beyond that so you know being tough is a different thing you know like in you know if you look at my um, external factors, internal factors, all that stuff, the way I weigh it out. It's willpower is mm-hmm. what, what it does. But that's different than learning the actual timing and dynamics right. of a situation. Right. And what, what you're getting from live training or what we'd call rondori is the di- dynamic interaction right. that you can't get it unless it is dynamic. There's no way to fake it, right? Like mm-hmm. you just have to do it or you don't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, Well, and I think that like – so there's something really awesome about, uh, let's say, Jiwaza or spontaneous forms, however you want to, you know, talk about them, um, and and leveling that up, and you can take that to a level that, in some ways, is above live training, right? Like the way that we practice um, uh, our partnered Joe form uh, that we're doing is. I am actually looking at things that are much harder than I would see in actual live training. People are coming faster, and they're coming, 
like more powerful strikes because at once you get to a certain level with where you're comfortable with it, there's no there's no hesitation, hesitation mm-hmm. about what I'm supposed to do and what he's supposed to do. And because we know that it's a back and forth, um, we can be safe doing those strikes. Where in life training, because there's always the unknown the unknown you restrain yourself i'm restraining myself even from coming in to hit her as hard as i can because i know when i do that she could get me back yeah and we were actually talking me and maya were talking about this today a lot of times when we're doing sort of live uh training uh you know shania stuff um i don't feel like my initial attack is ever an initial attack just just for the purpose of attacking it's always an attack that I know she's going to block so I can move into another thing. Um, and yeah. so, so in some ways, stepping back and doing the other, the spontaneous form, is, is, tra- is better training at, at actual getting that strike off. Mm-hmm. Because I know all I need to do is that strike. And then they're going to block it, and I don't have to worry about anything other than the next thing coming in. You know what I'm saying? Um, so in some ways, you can get it going really fast, and there's uh, a lot of mental processing that can happen also that's like outside of what I think spon- or uh, uh, live practice can do. It can push you a little harder in some ways, mm-hmm. but it's, it's also not real. Mm-hmm. Like it, quote unquote, yeah. and so you just have to be careful about it because you're gonna think that you know something, and then you get into live training, you're gonna realize like you're gonna get over, you're gonna get overwhelmed. You know? I think what we've been dancing around here is variables, you know, and what makes live training live training is the amount of variables there are, and and like Chris said, I mean, he did say that the the internal and external factors, those are the variables that we're playing with that we're scaling up or down, um, and that's what makes something, you know from Kihon to Rondori and in between, we're changing what variables there are allowed to, to be. And so I think people make the mistake of going, well, the variable of speed and strength is higher, and therefore we are loosening that variable. We're allowing that to be whatever it is. They think that they're changing, because they're changing that variable, that makes it Rondori. You know, right. when, when right. in reality what makes live training live training is – uh, changing the variable of what someone can do, you know, what the skill, whatever. You yeah, know? It, it, it's really <laughs> tricky. And, and uh, you know, people who, like, are real into the concept of live training, they have horrible definitions for them. Like, uh, Matt Thornton's is probably the um, the most thrown about. Um, but uh, uh, I, I don't like his definition. And one day I'm going to sit down for a week and just do nothing but think about <laughs> yeah. it because uh, I want to come up with a good definition. But what I think is important to get it is when we're talking about live training – the other person is actively working to keep you from accomplishing your goal. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between Rondori and Giawaza. In Giawaza, the other person's actively participating in helping you achieve your goal. Even if they're going fast or even if they're doing all kinds of things, what they want you to do is catch the Kodagaish or whatever it is. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas in Rondori, no matter what level of Rondori we're talking about, they're actively trying to keep you from doing it. So mm-hmm. if they know what you're going to do, they're going to keep you from doing that thing. And so you don't see that once. And that's why there's no Waza at the end of Rondori. Because it's like it's not a group of right. lessons. No, right. it, it just is. It just is. Yeah. And then that's because they're trying to stop you from doing the lesson. Whatever you know, they're going to thwart that. That's what they want to do. So what would you call, because I think a lot of people do this um, when they're forms training, what would you call when you're f- doing a form 
with someone and they're actively trying to stop your ikkyo as your you know your your sensei says you know go bad everybody. training <laughs> yeah so i mean because be a lot anything. of people do that it could be bad training i could also say that's conran right so like yeah. i mean you know mm-hmm. like that's conran waza and in like they're going to try to do ikkyo. You keep them from doing ikkyo. They're going to do anything else that's not ikkyo, and that's acceptable. Right. Now, that's starting to be like even – so Conran like means adaptive or like chaining techniques together. So that could go on for a long time because it's like, okay, uh, I tried ikkyo. You resisted my ikkyo. I went into irimi-nage. You resisted my irimi-nage. I went into kaitenage. You resisted my kaitenage. I went into sumiotoshi. You know, so that's right. all just more yeah, Conran, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And so like that's starting to get at what Rondori is, but you would not do that in the same way because they're always trying to feed you the next thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they're feeding you the next one to go, whereas in – Rondori, Rondori, they're they trying to shut your right, ass down. Right. That's always what they're doing is right. shutting you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems they're not to, even trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it seems to like what you said about a bad training. I think. Well, I mean, I was. Being no, a, no, I mean, no, like, I, mean, I think, I think that's valid in, that. in yeah. the sense that, like, if you, if your sense, you know, if your teacher says, um, "Okay, pair up and do shomichi ikkyo," and then your partner on their own has decided, "I'm going to really give this person a, a real rough time," and right. you don't know, like. <laughs> You don't know that that's what's happening. You just think you're gonna like trying to go through and learn in the form of EQ, and someone's like, "But what if I push against it real hard?" At a certain point, it, it should be Conran. You should adapt. You know, if you know what's going on, you should go, "Oh, that's fine. They're pushing really hard against it. I'll drop into a Kodagaish." Mm-hmm. But if you if you're not aware of that, then it's a shitty partner. You right, know, like right. it, it requires the both people kind of aware of what the right. tra- what the limits of the training are, and if you have decided as the sensei had said, that you're just training a form, then there is a limit on you that the other person has decided has cast aside. Right. You know what I mean? That's right. And I think it's the same thing with, and this is maybe kind of detracting from what we're talking about, but it was interesting to me, um, we were talking about training forms fast and hard, like with the Joe, um, and that like there's a lot of trust in that relationship because you're both sticking to this script and that's what allows you to go a lot faster and harder with these strikes and thrusts and whatnot is because you know like well i i can rely on josh he's probably going to block this so i'm gonna try and keep it on target and hard because his job is to be blocking this at this certain location um if i go off script and do something else you know i'm, I'm thrusting in the wrong location or i'm hitting at his hand instead of his head like and he's trying to stay on script then that is a recipe for him getting hurt um, and it's not fair for me to try and go off script when he's trying to stay on script. Even if he has the ability to change with me, if we're not both on that same uh, level, then I'm just being an asshole. Right, right. You know, and, what I mean? and that like you know that goes forever too, right? So like yeah. those same that that framework you're laying out is yeah. the same once you get into Rondori because yeah. when you get into Rondori, you're like, oh, okay, we're doing Rondori, and you're gonna try to stop everything I do, but it's just you and me. And right, right. there's not a weapon and no one else is going to help you. And we're going right. to stay in the dojo and we're going to, you know, we're going to keep it to this and you're not going to try to bite me. And you know yeah. what I mean? Like all uh-huh. these things. Yeah. And and so like it's like those those rules go, you know, if you had an ultimate freestyle, I mean, like, you know, I could just sneak a gun into class and shoot you. Sure. You know, yeah. like, right, right. Chris, do, do Rondo with this guy and shoot you. You know, it's so, like there's always a limitation being put yes. on it. And so like I think what Josh said was really true, which is like. That's a bad partner because they're not recognizing the limitations of the training, yes. whether that yes. is in waza forms mm-hmm. or whether that is in randori free free flow. You know, yeah. right? And so nothing is, I guess, in a sense, nothing is truly spontaneous because otherwise, 
you know, then I can get in my car and drive away from class. Right, right, you know? right, right. And the only thing that's truly spontaneous <laughs> is an actual interaction. Yes. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yes. It's exactly why, you know, people who've been through all these, like, tier one military schools, uh, all the guys in the field make fun of them still until they prove themselves in the field because it's like, well, that's cool. You can do it in the simulations right. and all that stuff, but do it here. Right. You know? Because there's nothing like the actual that's right. situation. That's right. And, and so that's why I think it's like, in a sense, the variable of, you know, environment and the you know the variable of well we're really actually training partners like those are set you know there's a set of things that we don't touch at all when we walk into the dojo and decide to to train with our partners and that's that's including we're all friends here and we don't bring random knives onto the mat and we're you know and we're not gonna box or we're not gonna get on the ground or we're not gonna stand up or whatever the rules are for that that situation and it's just a matter of like how many rules do we put on the situation that we're in yeah Right, and those rules are what keep us from being criminals, right? So (laughs) otherwise, we'd just be a group of criminals who get together and kill each other. Right. And then, you know, we'd all be prosecuted by the law. Who's the better criminal? (laughs) No, I think, you know, what I was feeling, and I I think this is probably what a lot of people feel and why, um, you know, people... People are like, Aikido doesn't work. And then people who do Aikido are like, well, of course it does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because if you're doing spontaneous form training co- correctly uh, at a high level, it feels at both ends uh, completely overwhelming. Like it can feel completely overwhelming and challenging. Uh, and also like completely um, like you're in control and centered and you know right, what i'm saying right, right. so you could get a sense i i believe falsely that your your skill set is better than it is um because of the way that you're training right. you know or that you're whatever I, yeah i guess i'm saying that right and because then, that's the the feeling mm-hmm. that i was having is as i'm you know blocking everything that's coming in and i'm moving and i'm blah and even if there's little you know maybe you know the the ski comes in uh, at a slightly different angle, or a little slower, or a little, a little, like whatever, I'm able to adapt move out of the way rest. and adapt, and blah blah blah, and it feels great. And then I have to look at to think to myself and be like, nah, but it's not like that's still not. Yeah, because it. it's like you could deal with those things if you knew that they were happening. Right. But when the other guy, who's as clever as you are, is trying to screw with your mind to make you think things that, are happening that are not, that is correct. Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, the things that are happening are mistakes, you know, in that uh, you generally of like distance or time, like just, you know, it's not, it's not an active, like whatever. And so, you know, I can, and maybe it's a mistake on my part that my timing's a little off, and but I'm still able to move out of the way and do what I need to do. But that's still different than um, act, like him actively challenging me and me being able to spontaneously like to take on what whatever's coming if that makes sense yeah there's uh this is one of my favorite things i ever heard in my entire life so if you if you were really a nerd and you, you really like the movie electra from uh 2002 oh, yeah. or whatever with jennifer garner i do you you, you would watch the um you would watch the uh uh extras on the dvd and uh, there's, I, I there's an interview with jennifer garner 
and she um, is talking about they were they were saying like you know what was one of the coolest things for you that happened during the filming of this and and there's a scene where she's like you know epically fighting these three dudes with stabs they all have stabs and that she's fighting and she's beating them you know and so you know that scene was really really hard because they had all these wind machines and so they're blowing my hair in my face and I really can't see and uh, uh, when we got through that um, that scene I was really excited because I realized that even if I was blinded I could still fight three mm-hmm, people with a staff yeah. <laughs> and I literally fell down laughing like when I heard that I literally <laughs> fell down laughing because I could not believe that she was so deluded that she thought in any way she knew how to fight anyone with a staff right. let alone three people while she was blindfolded and I was like it's wild because you know she goes onto the set and these people all like fill her head with all this sure, you know like yeah, oh yeah, you're the yeah, best yeah. oh you're great yeah. you're one of the best people we've ever seen blah blah because you know you want to psych your actors right, up so they right. look great and and they do look great but that's nothing like the real situation right you know and I then I and I think that's what happens a lot of time with in I and I mean I yes. and I'm saying this like because it's what happened to me like yes because I was like I'm bad, fucking badass right 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 <laughs> yeah. and then I had to like take a step back <laughs> like. And I think that's... This, is main, main, this episode is just me working through this. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. This is a, Josh, this is a safe space. Hopefully You're... some of the listeners are working through it as yes. well. <laughs> no, I mean, that attitude that you just described of, like, I just fell on the floor and laughed and thought, oh, they, she really thinks she's something, and she's not. Yeah. Like, that exact mood is, I think, how a lot of people, other people in the martial arts community look at people in traditional martial arts, and they go, oh, my God, these nerds think they're really right. something, don't yep. they? And... um it's it's funny because i think it's just it's just a mistake that we all commit at some point or another that when you master whatever little area that you've been practicing in which feels awesome yeah, it, it does, does feel absolutely. awesome you know and, and it, and does it is awesome right yes, it is right. because awesome. you have ma- you you know like josh feeling like awesome for doing the form well and and being to adapt in, inside of this spontaneous or not spontaneous but like this form yeah. and feeling awesome about it like you should feel awesome because you're doing a good job at that. Yeah. But to extrapolate out that that means that you can handle other things in, in, in a more live situation and that, you know, you could handle any... Three staff, attackers you know. with stabs while right. you're blindfolded. I mean, that's a little crazy. <laughs> but, like, it, we, we make that mistake, yeah. you know? And I think even people in sport martial arts make the same mistake of, like, like oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's exactly, exactly my point often, which is sport martial artists are like, dude, I'm black belt and BJJ, I handle anybody. It's like, well, one-on-one within the same class of athleticism, um, if they're untrained also, and it's just ground grappling, you're correct. But that's a lot of little caveats I had to add to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And so, and it's not that those people don't deserve big ups. Big ups. Like, that's an awesome skill set within that thing. And does that have applicability to the rest of the world? It certainly does. But is it the be-all, end-all? certainly not you know and i think too like you listed all these little caveats to that right like um people like to you know the common thing to mar to bjj guys is like well could you do that on the asphalt you know could you do that in a field like what if there's glass what if there's the glass on the ground and it's like you know bjj guys go like well i deal with this you know i deal with it and it's true i think both you know the criticism of like well it's going to be different but also i would handle it to the best of my ability those are both true but the thing is, is like those that doesn't exist in a vacuum. It's not just that you would be doing something on asphalt. It, there's all these other factors right, there right. as well, and maybe you'd be able to handle all those factors, and maybe you wouldn't. Right, and so it's right, like, right. 
remembering that like there are all these variables that stack yes and so you could handle one new variable like josh feeling awesome with his staff it's it's true that he could probably handle a new variable of like you know there's a little higher or a little lower right. or but adding on other variables of like okay well now this strike actually looks really different when he you know he's got two options now right, and right. this other thing has two options right. and now it's things branch and suddenly it's way more confusing you know right. yeah it can get out of control quite quickly yeah and I, I i think you know everybody needs to pay attention to this because it's just it's a reality and, and like there are so many you know if you look at like badass poker players right guys who like consistently make money every year playing poker and they do it for a living those guys will tell you they get on bad runs and they will have months where they don't make money because right. just things went against them now they know how to skew all the odds as much as they can in their favor and they know how to be intelligent but they just got bad cards and like no matter how skilled you are you can just get bad cards i um was thinking earlier today about this and i feel like it always is a good reminder that um Captain Picard, like you could do everything right and still lose. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that really hits me mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like you can play all your cards perfectly and still just get have the better of, you know, someone can get the better of you still, mm -hmm. you know. William Shatner would um uh or uh, uh Captain Kirk would refute that and say that you know, I can always turn a the Kobayashi right. Maru, you know, that's the <laughs> that's the unwinnable situation. He doesn't like that to so cheat. Right. You got to well, cheat. I'm just I'm just going touche with 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 Star Trek captains right, you here. Gotta, right. We got to show go, both sides. We got to show both sides. Well, and Janeway would say. <laughs> and you you actually lost me at Picard. So <laughs> what? That's funny because she almost, had me at almost Picard. brought me back with Kirk. I was like, ah, Kirk, okay. <laughs> and then lost me again. But. This is we really make a lot of interesting references out here. Yeah, yeah. we're nerds. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it, you know, like there's, and, and then there's like drilling, you know, which happens somewhere in between those two where it's like, it's a very controlled situation, but still someone's working against yeah. you, you know? I think, you know, the word live is, is, it's good for what it is. I mean, it's, it's passable for it, now. It's passable for yeah. now. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of confusion right now when we're talking about, hey, we need to la add live training and it, people are becoming aware of it. The idea of what is live or I don't know. I guess it would be, it's a spectrum of what is live. Like it's hard to look at something and go, is that live? Is it not live? Like, cause oftentimes it's somewhere in between when you're, when we're talking about like well, different Aikido stuff. And a lot you know? of times, you know, it's kind of live. If, if you've alive. never, if you've never experienced true live training and you're not familiar with seeing it play out, this is the other thing. Spontaneous form training may look like, like live training. Like you know, right, you right. may you may think that 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 that's how it plays out, and so I think a lot of times people see stuff and they're like, yeah, obviously that's live live training. Look at how hard he's coming, you know. Right. Like getting back to the point of like the the variables that that we amp up that make us think that 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 it's live training, um, and it's not. And in a in a lot of cases, and we've seen this before, it's actually the exact opposite, where if you see live training. Uh, you'll go. Uh, that that's that's not that's not it. You know, mm -hmm. like if you're not used to it, you see someone live training, and you're like, well, what what are they doing? Like, there's right. Why are why are they attacking the way that they're attacking? Right. Why is he defending? Like, that's not how we train to defend. Like, um, and so it plays out differently. And if you're looking at that, you're gonna go like, I don't even understand how. Look at what these guys are doing. Like, that looks hard. 
mm-hmm. look at what these guys are doing. You know, they're just moving or you know. Right. Right. And so I think that's also where confusion comes in is where like people don't necessarily understand what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. And so they see two people who are um I, I we may have talked about this, but I saw some guys doing uh what they said was Bo Ken sparring. Um and uh neither of them had gear on mm-hmm. and definitely not headgear. Mm-hmm. And so I knew instantly, like, this is not sparring. Like, it's not. It just isn't. There's not, there's no, I mean, unless you were trying to kill the dude, like, and you guys were both okay with that, um, it's not. Because you can't go fast enough. Right. And then as it was playing out, it's exactly what you saw. Um, you know, there's an opening, a guy takes the opening, but he's, you know, he, he would have, he would have hit him, Uh but he stopped because he would have hit him and he, you know. Right. And so there was a lot of that kind of stuff playing out and it's like. Um, that's, that just adds the confusion. Like you're saying that it's sparring and to you, it might feel that way sure. because you're, um, you're amped up and because you're, you're amped up and, and, and the, the sort of physical responses are very similar, but it's not the same thing. Right, right, like, right. you know, yeah, I, th- but I, th- I think it is like to look at something if, especially if you don't know like what the end, what the most live looks like. You can see live moments and go like, oh, that's live training. Because I think in every kind of training, there's always tiny little live moments that you could pick out, little adjustments, little things that you could say, oh, that's kind of a little bit of aliveness. You know what I mean? And and, and as you ramp up the training into more live, then those moments become expanded. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know, to kind of use like a music metaphor, like if we're using, um, you know... um, you know, uh, oh shit, I lost the word. Um, you know, just riffing or um, playing whatever you Improvisation. There we go. Improv- if you improvising. Improvisation. Um, if you're looking at it as like a tiny bit of improvisation would be like, oh, here's two bars for you to... Two bar solo. Right, exactly. Well, yeah. To do your solo and, you know, and that maybe even is different because you prepared it beforehand. Sure. You know, someone told you, hey, you're going to get two bars, go for it, plan something. That's a tiny bit live versus like someone says like oh and here's the drums and the guy's like oh here I go and I've got I'm gonna eight do bars. three rhythm changes and right we're gonna change and that keys kind of and... ramps it up a little bit or versus like you know here's a whole ass solo that you get and it's jazz and right. you're really right. Im- improvising to we're having a jam session and literally no one knows we're not even playing a song we're just let's start jam. playing you yeah. know what I mean and yeah. that's fully improvised you know what I mean and so it's like there's those are all live moments, but and, it just gets bigger and, and longer I think and fuller. If you if you look at the if you look at this, someone who can do something like uh, shred awesomely and play really fast, crazy guitar solos, uh-huh. um, they might think that they're at a level that they're not. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like they uh-huh. might they know think, all the tricks. For right? Shredding they know all and, the yeah. tricks to do the thing. But it's within this really, and and they are awesome, and they are very technical, and they, and they sit down can, with some badass old jazz guys, and they can't, and they can't do it because mm-hmm. it's not the same, it's not the same thing, it's not the same skills, right, you know. Right. So I think that's a, a pretty apt comparison where it's yeah. like, right. yeah, yeah, man, you're shredding. That's badass in that song that you're doing that thing, um, and you have skills that are beyond probably a lot of what those jazz guys can do. But that guy still knows what chord changes are happening. Um, 
Like he's still shredding within oh, for sure. the song. Right, you know, right. it's like, oh, we know that this particular song goes, you know, B flat right. to, you know, G minor to whatever. You know what I mean? Right, and right, so he's right, shredding right. within a structure still. Right, right. Whereas those jazz guys are just whatever, 12 literally tone, let's do it. Fucking anything, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, yeah. let's sit down and see what happens. You know, yeah. that's super different. And I think that's good to point out because it's also, you know, I'm I'm not saying that one or the other is, is, isn't better or you, I mean, because I think they're totally useful you know i yeah. mean i think it's a hundred percent to be able to to practice at the highest level of that spontaneous form training is important um because it definitely will inform the way you do whatever else but they're, the, they're not the same they yeah. don't they you don't know just on the note of like looking at something from the outside, uh, you know, if you have never done a practice, it's really hard to judge it, you know, and, and there's yeah. a video um, that I like. It, it's in uh, Hicks and Gracie's Choke, uh, which is a documentary that came out. That's a good one. Early release of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And uh, there's a demonstration he's giving where he went and, um, and, you know, this is no one really knew about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu over here. And he's like at some uh, seminar and at the end he, he rolled with like 50 different guys, you know, back to back. And of course, I mean, he just blows their minds. You know, he just dominates the shit out of them. And, and big guys, and like some of them were wrestlers and, you know, good guys. But it's just they had never seen that before. And you could hear people saying stuff like, oh, are they even trying? Are they, you know, because they didn't know what the game of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was. So yeah. they thought like, oh, you know, that's happening too easily, you know. Yeah. And I've had people look at some of our Aikido stuff and go like, oh, you know, that's not um, – you know, that, that's not really live. And it's like, you should come try it because right. like to achieve this objective is harder than you think because you haven't done it, you right. know. But on that same token, you know, like it, these people give these ridiculous demonstrations of like airy-fairy stuff that just can't happen on earth. If you're going to give that demonstration, expect to then demonstrate it to everyone, right, you know, right, like right. not just, you know, seclude away in your mountaintop. Right, right, where... right. And also expect that, that people are going to go like, nah, that's, come on. Right. And the you and, yourself, and, if you keep yourself secluded correct. in a mountaintop, you don't know if it works or not, right. you know, like. Right. For sure. Yeah. But but at the same time, appreciating, like, they're good at a specific yeah. thing. Sure, that you know thing what I mean? is sure, awesome. sure. A guy who plays violin is awesome violin. It doesn't mean he can play guitar. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Right. Uh, like. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure. Right. Dude, you know. We are Shredder Dude. Shredder Dude. We are at 41 minutes here right. on uh, episode 156. Wow. Three-year anniversary, happy anniversary. <laughs> just, that, see, I told him I was going to sing. sing. That well. wasn't as good as that the was one. A that was an improvisation. That was an improv. 100% live. It wasn't as good as uh, my the song. It wasn't quite improv because I did a You practiced beforehand? I practiced beforehand. <laughs> Josh went into the bathroom and was like, okay. La, 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 la. three-year anniversary. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Uh, let's go ahead and thank our patrons who, some we of love. them, have we, been around since the very, very the beginning. dawn of time. The very beginning. Yeah. They were, they were there. Yeah. They were willing. They were there they, when they the dinosaurs were, were. They were willing to make to roll the dice and take a chance that we would not suck as hard as some of we the have first episodes. For the last three years. Yeah. No, because you know when we started out, we were like, hey, we we need patrons just to pay so we can get these things up, and like even to put them online. Right. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't. Ford hosting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so uh so there were people who were like, Oh, I'm I'm willing to help them do that with you know, with very little, like you know, two or three episodes in. Um so that's really cool. Thank yeah. you all. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um and so go ahead and reach out to us if you um would like to hear a certain topic, if you um uh, want to just say hi. 
if um and this is a weird one but i had um someone ask the other day like i saw someone post about like you know aikido podcasts and so of course i plugged our podcast mm-hmm. um and they were like oh, why is it on soundcloud and i was just like because it's happened to be the hosting that right. we used and there's all it's all on you know it's on apple yeah, podcast it's, on, it's on all the other ones. um but if there is a uh podcasting uh format that you prefer to listen to your podcast on but ours isn't on it let, let us know yeah let us and, know so and we can, we can yeah, try and get it on that. there because that's a good question it's yeah. just there's you know, it's funny you bring that up because i was thinking about this the other day i remember when we first started using soundcloud uh, there was this thing that was going around that mm-hmm. said friends don't let friends use soundcloud you know like uh-huh. it was like a podcaster thing you know? yeah Look, honestly, SoundCloud's been pretty good for us. Yeah, like, it's yeah. inexpensive, and the sound quality's good. We we have, I don't know how many gigabytes up there now, yeah. you know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. um, so. I mean, I think, yeah, I think for some podcasts, like, they want analytics, they want all these other things, so I think they're Things different. that we don't give a shit about. <laughs> I look I look at the analytics once a week, and I go, all right, that was good, yeah. and then I move right. on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I but think... they, but there, there are probably better, and I mean, some of it, too, is just, like, you gotta be on the 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 cool thing so it's like you got to be on stitcher because that's like whatever and, yeah and, you know or like now it's like Substack. everyone has a stupid Substack or whatever you know what this thing is no, like no. a newsletter thing yeah but and it's like it's just a thing yeah this podcast is never going to be on the cool thing yeah yeah it doesn't matter <laughs> Wait, what that, it is. that yeah. being said if if there is some place you want us to be and we're not we'll try to get there yeah yeah, this so. is, I think it's important, too, for uh, three years on. It's important for us to, you know, remind our viewers that, like, this is just what we... This is just, this is just the way that we like to do it, but there's plenty of other Aikido podcasts that, you know, are more into, like, interviewing people, are more into, you know, um, doing history deep dives, and, like, yeah. it's just, you know... We shoot the shit. Yeah, yeah. that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> and if, you know, if it's not your flavor, then, you know there's there's other podcasts yeah. for other things um and so by all means you know or start a podcast or start one yeah yeah, yeah. that's, that's great do it. that's what i would say yeah did um, you even read the names of our well i patients? haven't yet i've oh. just been rambling i know so. it's great <laughs> i was the... so thank you so much to jeremy felix otto nick bullman brad v yero crazy for spiders madrona the hatchet man brooke ferragamo ben bear wrestler aldrich tommy siv francis cordon scott burns dave dewberry sentient center barrett lippy sam sulian michael heed okan Ayrton, marchin chis randy stewart thomas polino hillary jones constantinos andrew franz martinson yuli simgu brian crowley lisa klein sharon okada christopher acido matt mumford jim gallant matt riley jim sullivan grant templin and lenny acuna all right, look, Brooke Ferragamo, I love you. You have given us a lot of, of good questions over the years, um, mm-hmm. and, and you've been a patron for a long time. I appreciate it. You need a crazy name, man. I think so. Because, right. look, there's there's four of you right there in a row. So you, you get uh, Yarrow Crazy for Spiders Madrona, and then you get the Hatchet Man, Hatchet and then man. Brooke Ferragamo, and then you get um, Bear, uh, Ben Bear 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 Aldridge. So, man, all those guys are swinging with the title. That's your group. You gotta That's get, your group. That's Brooke, your group. That's your club. You need, you need, you a, need a sweet a name. You need a crazy name. We can help you out if you want. We'll. we'll I think. I think Brooks got. I bet. I bet he's got a sweet name in it. Let's, let's yeah. Check it. Yeah. But put us. Put. You can do like Ben Bearrester, so you still have your name. Yeah. But, but like in quotes. You know, in quotes. Yeah. Something. That's right. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Something awesome. Whatever it is. Brooke the the awesome dude Ferragamo. Yeah, like, whatever. That was. I'm lame. I'm lame. But you're like uh Brooke uh, uh, refrigerator. Refrigerator. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Just like looking <laughs> around, you're like uh, clock reader, time map guy, time map guy, <laughs> ceiling floor. But he, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he'll come up with a good Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. All right. Tip of the week. Keep listening to Aikido Discuss. Oh, no, come on. God, come on. 
Go on. It's, it's been three uh, years. So I think my tip of the week is check check yourself. Before you wreck yourself. You know, no, Good. I mean, but yeah. just check yourself. Yeah. What is it that you're, where Where are you at? And be, be honest and truthful with yourself. And if you're feeling really awesome. Um, <laughs> check yourself. Don't feel too awesome. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Because there's always, there's always room. And there will be, I mean, I don't know. I'd say this, but truthfully, it's like less and less. And, and depending on what it is that we're doing, some things I feel really, this thing I feel really awesome at. There's a bunch of other stuff that I'm like, oh, God, I'm yeah. so terrible. Um, but so just check in yeah. with yourself. How are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, recognize the things that like, you know, Josh feel really awesome at the, at the Joe form that we yeah. did, you know, be like, Hey, I'm good at that. I think. And then also go, but mm-hmm. here are the other things that I have to work on. Right. <laughs> keep, uh, keep grinding. Yeah. Until next week then. Until yeah. Until next week. On that. Uh, we'll turn over a new leaf. Season four. Season four. Season four. I don't know. I don't know. We'll be brand new people. Three different hosts. <laughs> Chris will put on a wig. I'll put, I don't I'll put an accent. I got an accent. <laughs> oh no. Let me, I got I'll work on something. Yeah, also, I'll do like a like a mid like a uh, transatlantic north transatlantic north northeastern. What's the yeah. one? That northeastern. The, northeastern. The old uh, mid Atlantic. Mid Atlantic. Yeah. Tra- yeah. Mid Atlantic. You know, yeah. no one's listening now. No. Well, um, one more thing. Thank you to all of our our listeners around the world because like oh, yeah, we get things awesome. from people in Australia. Oh, you know, Billy's from South Africa. That's really exciting. Yeah, yeah. We exciting. love that. So, um, so shout out to all y'all all around the world. Yep. All right. There you go. Talk to you next week. <laughs>